Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Pod in the City. I'm John. And I'm Amanda. And we are two besties who bonded over sex in the city in college. Now, 20 years later, we're reliving it like it's our very first time. Uh, ooh, that, that sounded very horny. Uh, <laughs> on this episode, it's uh, season one, episode three, Bay of Married Pigs. And uh, the description is Carrie is flashed by a married man in the Hamptons while Miranda's law firm suspects her of being a lesbian. A lesbian? Why would anyone think that she's a lesbian? I mean, I think it's because she eats pussy all day. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Pot in the City, guys. Um, that was a nice, just, just warning. Uh, there will be some language. Uh, we will be talking about sexual things. If you're not prepared for that, sorry about it. Yeah. It's been really Um, hard to talk about the show without talking about our own, um, sexual escapades, but, uh, really quick, we want to, we want to get a little housekeeping out of the way. First of all, thank you all for leaving nice ratings and reviews. It's it's amazing. It's been like, this is now our third week. We've and, gotten yeah. reviews. They've all been positive so far. I, I'm I am waiting for the other shoe to drop. I uh-huh. know I'm gonna get one. I know it's gonna be about me. I just know it. I just know it. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna really make you cry. Just but, part of the process. Um, but thank you. you know. And keep doing uh, it. Keep, keep we pressing that five it. stars just so that you know, we uh, show up. Here's uh, here's my thing. I love to have little goals. I love to give myself like little goals in life, right? You know, that's what they right. tell you to do. Like give yourself little goals. So right now, I think we have like 30 some um ratings on iTunes. Just go on there and give us five stars. I would love to. Can we get it to like 50 of the ratings? Okay. If you feel like inclined to give us a review, that's awesome too. But again, I'll give my little, you know, this is my um, insecure speech that I like to give. If you have feedback for us, okay, send us an email at patcpod at gmail.com with your feedback. Give us a chance to adjust 
or to be like, I'm not going to do that, but right. at and least give us a chance. Like and Joan then, said before, if you can't, if we can't fix it in five minutes, then. Yes. Then that's it. Like you don't need to write a review that says like, oh, they're fucking annoying. Their voices are fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, sweetie, we know that. Okay. Like, <laughs> and, or here's an idea. This sounds so off putting, but like, you can also just turn it off. Thank you again, Nope, for subscribing. Right. Now, uh, speaking of that, um, if you are a Patreon member... Um, we our- have so many amazing Patreon members already, too. Like, I want to be, like, yeah, gassing them up because <laughs> I'm just, like, I can't believe someone would, like, spend even five cents to listen to the garbage I have to spew. But here we are. <laughs> right. But um, we um, have it set. If you sign up uh, before the end of like before February 1st, then you can get locked in at $4 a month. And then it goes yeah. up to a whopping $6 a month. So, so like basically with the locked in, if you do that before the end of January, you could just pay $4 like forever until you yeah. cancel. But if you sign up later, I, it does start right at $6, Amanda. Yes. Um, a couple other things to tack on. So we're going to add a couple like other little benefits on our Patreon. Cause I just like have, I like to come up with stuff ideas and 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 things and um you know i'm not as grizzled by time as by time as amanda <laughs> right. so i'm still i'm still like in my honeymoon phase here so a couple thoughts i had were we're going to start releasing we're if you're one of our patreon members we're going to release our pod in the city main episode on the same day on wednesday as we drop our patreon episode so you'll get it basically two days in advance if you're like that fiending for us you get it two days in advance and um i've been nervous to try and do like a live i know amanda has a lot of experience in lives so one suggestion i had was maybe for a smaller scale we could start by doing lives for our patreon so the end of this month by before the end of January, if you have gone onto our Patreon and become a locked in a member at all, you can get early episodes of our pod in the city. So you can know all the hot garbage that we have to spew again before all your other friends who don't listen to this. And you can um, also get to be a part of our Patreon live. Amanda and John Patreon live. Amanda and John Patreon. Hey, has your mom, I know your mom is a member of our Patreon. Like she She doesn't listen to anything, right? No. Like, did you make sure to let her know? (laughs) She did want me to tell you I said, or she she said hello and that she would like to listen to our podcast and she does support us, but she can't. Uh, and you know, I kind of told her not to, especially (laughs) after I listened back and realized how genuinely candid I am. Go back and put Uh, out like a whole thing about. Well, let's not even say what it's about because I'm gonna have to cut it. You know, (laughs) my you know your mom doesn't need to know all the Mm -hmm. delicate details. I'll say I gave her a little bit of. I, I told her the quote that I did have Amanda remove and she was mortified she didn't really have anything to say about it so that's kind of almost <laughs> but hi Kathy you know, here we are here we are baby yeah um, I told her if we ever do an episode that is like you know we're pretty um tame Chill. I will yeah. let her this know. one is not probably it's probably not going to be that we're going to talk about a oh. lot of, well I feel like I'm going to rant a, well oh. if, okay if you listen to our monthly mixer, I went on a whole tangent about like how annoying it is 
to have just everyone in your life like expect you like everyone to feel more comfortable if you are in a relationship and that's what this entire episode is about this whole episode was so topical yeah because i have plenty of shit to rant to you know as two people here who are single you are treated annoyingly by people who are you're not part of the group basically no you're you walk into parties and you're looked at as like the wild one like (laughs) why haven't you settled down like ooh, you're anyway so let's get into it because i had lots of ideas as we're going through so we start off um with uh carrie and her little friends uh at their uh, her, so Carrie starts off with some more of her random friends that she has that we yeah. see for one episode and then never see again. Uh, but we do get to see their names are Patience and Peter. Possibly the most annoying woman's name I've ever heard. It makes me want to punch people. Hard. Yeah, it makes me punch Patience and like Patience. Her parents. Yeah, Patience's mom and dad need to get out but it's kind of a perfect name for what this couple's supposed to be it really is because they're they're giving us this guise of perfection okay they invite carrie out to the um the hamptons do you know who this woman looks like who i thought she was immediately was sherry renee scott oh okay you don't think that i can't i could not tell you what the woman looks like from Sex in the City is the problem. Oh, I can't really? remember now in my head what she looked like. I Do know, you know she what was Sherry blonde. Renee Scott looks like? I know what Sherry Renee Scott looks oh, okay. like. Well, they look the same. It's more that I can't remember what this lady looks what like patient. that I just watched <laughs> two and a half hours ago. Right. Um, so, and now the next part happens, and this is common. Uh, Carrie sits down and has, um, is with that, with her, her friends, um, Patience and Peter in their home in the Hamptons. And they're wanting to know all the juicy details of Carrie's sex life. And I'll say this kind I've experienced this, I think maybe more as a gay person. Like I've had some of my straight girlfriends like be very curious about what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they're not doing anything like that. me as a single person when when people in relationships ask me to like tell all my like crazy stories i'm like i Uh watched Grey's anatomy for like the past seven days and didn't leave my couch or showered so that's that's what i was doing i mean i have some stories i don't know if did did justine ever figure out um what we were texting about oh yeah i forgot about that i don't know i was so sick last night (laughs) with my olympic shot but um anyway uh so, all right. So they're asking her about, and this is a common thing. So then, you know, Patience has to leave. Um, she has to go somewhere. Can't remember. She, exactly she goes out to get like muffins. Yes. Okay. Muffins. Right. And uh, Carrie comes out in the morning at in the house and Peter is standing there. Donald ducking. He has his t-shirt on and no pants. This is weird. Like, this is not weird a thing that, that happens. Sorry. It's and never it truly addressed. It's never truly addressed in the episode that he's just like a creeper flasher. It, yeah, we never find out what the context was of this. It was very clear in my mind that he was a like a, a what do they call that? An exhibitionist. He wanted her to see. He was him. really calm about it, which is is the thing. But like, because he wanted it to happen. Because because as we later find out, it's a pepper mill sized dick, baby. 
Yeah, but it just she she even says like it didn't seem sexual. Like it, it, there was no sexual energy to it. So yeah, I guess exhibitionist. I think it's just look at why else would he do it? I can't even imagine, like, as someone who, like, has done, like, tons of theater and have seen millions of women's boobs, and, like, yeah. I, I feel comfortable walking around a dressing room with my boobs out, but, like, yeah. I would never think to do, like, I would never do this. And Never. What, like, what would you do if, like, maybe, maybe we both handle this differently, but I would do- I think this would be different if I walked out on a guy I knew standing there in just a shirt with no pants and his dick out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah that's an invite like you would just in, get in my yeah. case well they're invite. they're wanting something in this it did not seem like it but maybe maybe the reason the guy was so casual was because he was like oh well he did it because let's say she did try something but it doesn't make sense i don't the know how straight people just work. out getting muffins um and i, I also feel like in this Me Too movement era, I feel like uh, me as a woman, I, I, f- I would feel the need to feel really offended by it. Although mm-hmm. I don't know if I really would because I love, love penises. I think they're just so interesting. Everyone's I would feel, different. I would mostly only feel uncomfortable because of the way it happened. Not that it was a penis. I'd be just more like, wait, what? It would make me look at that person weird. I, you know, it would be very bizarre. But then would you immediately go up to his wife and say, I saw Peter's dick in the hall just now? Like, well, it seems like patience, you. by the way the patience reacts, continuing, is that <laughs> she seems time. used to it. <laughs> she seems like this has happened plenty before. And yeah. he tell so, so Carrie says it, mentions it, and then is there's a confrontation. And Peter says that he was on the way to the bathroom. Yeah, he goes, she goes, uh, Peter, did Carrie see your dick in the hall just now? And he goes, yeah, she caught me on the way to the bed. She caught me on the way to the bathroom. Which very clearly, oh, well, she was on the way to the bathroom. I guess. Yeah, it was Carrie's fault. Carrie I see what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But like, first of all, there's zero time in my house I would walk around with just a shirt on. I'm here. Pantless and underwearless. That's not cute. It's not cute. It's not comfortable. Well, are you ever? Why would you not have a shirt on? Or why would you leave the shirt on? I'm a never nude, basically. Oh, I'm not. I'm full on, like, (laughs) I I could spend plenty of time as a full on nudist, probably. Really? When it's like summertime here, I, yeah, I I wear as little amount of anything as I possibly can in my house. Fascinating. I don't even walk from the shower back into my bedroom, which is next door naked. I have have clothes ready to be put on. I've been kind of paranoid a couple times that my neighbors have to have seen me like through the window naked like yeah. I sleep naked you sleep naked I can't yeah. and you have a cat I, I have to, well she sleeps she has her own little pillow she's ah uh, she I, doesn't see, um, Walter sleeps under my covers like 69 uh, style and so there's just oh, yeah. in my no Mia <laughs> sleeps Mia the dog sleeps on like the foot of the bed on the other opposite side of me and then Butch sleeps at the head of the bed on the, that side that other side like on a little pillow does Butch uh, Butch Pussy if, to say her phone oh yes if you've never if you guys have never heard my cat's name her name is Butch Pussy yes and she is a drag queen oh right um, she's no, she's a lesbian. 
She's oh, a butch lesbian. lesbian. Okay. Uh, does she fuck with your dog? No. Because, like, Latrice will fully just, like, sit on top of Walter. Like, what the oh, fuck no. are you going to do about it? See, and Walter's like, does the whale eye, like, I know she's there, but she's going to she's gonna fuck me up if I do anything. Uh, Mia is, like, 45 pounds, and Butch is, like, 8 pounds. And so, and and Butch is also very skittish. Um, and so it took her a lot to even get near mm-hmm. the dog. Um, but now, like, you know, there's times that Mia will get up in her face a little too much, and Butch will just, like, kind of... Yeah, back. honestly, I'd be but, more worried about the dog. Like, oh, me I'd, too. I'd be more worried. Like, I feel like Butch or any my cats would fuck up like a, uh, a 300. Yes, dog. yes. Well, she did. When I very first had the dog, she did bat, like get mm-hmm. Mia one time on the nose. And I think after that, it was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to fuck with that. Right. Like, what's the point? Anyway, back to Sex in the City. Now... Then we're past, then we go to the ladies are at lunch. And I just love anytime I get to see them. I just, I just love the show. And, and rewatching this even at 3 p.m. or whatever in the afternoon, I was like, you know what? I love this. And so yeah. they're, they're talking about. Um, when you watch this, is it like, like, I couldn't tell you really what happened the whole episode, but every scene lives in my head rent-free still. Like, every time a scene happens or a line is said, I'm like, yeah, I've seen this. I've seen uh-huh. this so many. It's like my comfort. I would, I'll say that the part, the the story of Miranda going with the lesbian mm-hmm. to the the Sid. dinner is, is seared into my brain. Her mm-hmm. in the suit, like, that was like, oh, yeah, I, I remember all this. Her and at even, the baseball game. All and that. the scene with the, uh, the doorman. When he like oh, yeah, he rubs the Irish his face like this. yeah, I just uh-huh. I just remember that yeah. scene so much. Yeah. Okay. So um, so they're at lunch and and Carrie's recounting the story, and they're like, oh, so well, like, why did he do that? What was it? Was it big? How big was it? And then she looks over at this like pepper grinder that is being like placed in a very phallic way, and the waiter offering pepper. Right, because you want fresh pepper. And then um, Samantha's like, oh, honey, I think everyone at this table would love some fresh pepper. I like fresh pepper in my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm on the waiter's side here because you know that the waiter's like, okay, I have like six other tables to get to. I mean, and how many like... Desperate type women (laughs) have flirted with him in that day. Women love a waiter. They do. They love a waiter. They love having a man. I told you that whole thing about the multiple times I've had women watch (laughs) when I was a waiter. Um, Do you know, God, the the tangents that we both like remind each other of as we're talking, I hope everyone's okay with this, but like, the episode where she first meets Smith Jared at Raw. Yes. Um, do you know how she's like going, she's having that like back and like uh, she, there's that other woman at another table and they're both um, kind yes. of like waiting it out. Do you know that like that's Julia gonna... Murney? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. 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 I did because I got really into Julia Murney in a period of time, like in 2000. 
something. I got she's into the wild party. She is party. an alpha buff, if anyone. Oh, I didn't know she was in wild party. She was in one of the wild parties. Um, the better the one, one that or the Tony Collette. Okay, the better I one. Think she... Oh, see, I think Tony Collette, Collette one was kind of okay. Yeah, but one, oh, of, no, them she... is, one of them is better than the other one. The definitely fan, like, Yeston. There's a Lippa Yeston. and a Lachuiza. No, there's a Lippa oh. and a Lachuiza. Why am I? What am I thinking about? Yesin. All right, doesn't matter. This, none of this matters. Oh my Jesus! But anyway, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, that was Julia Murney, and we'll get to that episode in what seven years? Because <laughs> it's like well, with the, the way that we rant or the way that we ramble. I mean, yeah, we're. It is going to take us seventeen years to get yeah. to that. Um, so, uh, so anyway, they do all this innuendo, of course, um, and. Um, Really, there's this whole confusion. Carrie's like, you know, I don't understand. I I told her I didn't understand why she was so upset. She said I couldn't understand it because I'm single. And then Katie, (laughs) Carrie says, and what? Single women prowl beach houses, hoping for glimpses of their friend's husband's dicks. How good of a friend was she? What's the difference? When someone gets married, all bets are off. They become married and we become the enemy. The way married people look at single people Poor you. I'm telling you, married people are the enemy. Was Miranda right? Were we enemies? But that is how it is. It kind of does. There were so many, like, especially later, there's the scene they walk into this part, this um, housewarming party uh, for Carrie's, like, week-long boyfriend. boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. And... All the married people just look at them like they're freaking, I don't know, uh, museum art pieces or something. Like they look at like they're freaks walking in. And mm-hmm. I feel the same way. There's there's definitely events that I have skipped out on because it's you me know you and eight other couples. And, yeah. you know, I'm actually getting to a part where I don't want to be third wheeling for anyone, I don't want to be, you know, 28th wheeling or whatever the fuck it is. I'm not going to be the one single person in a group. Right. This storyline also is um, similar to, and I think it's a, I think it's a season one episode where they go to the baby shower. It's like a great, it's also a great um, episode. Um, for the where, like, former party girl is now yes. like pregnant with it. Yeah. This, rem- this did remind me a lot of that. Lainey. Oh God. Again, like, why do I know all of this information? Yeah, but do you know like actual useful information? No, that's what me and Joe. I'm like, I could tell you what Cody is wearing in literally any episode of Sister Wives, but I like with all of that knowledge in my head, I could like cure cancer, I feel. Like I I should be doing something useful with like how good my memory is, but I only use it on things that don't matter at all. Well, in the show, we get to go into Amanda's favorite thing, breaking the fourth wall. And they start going into a whole long group of uh, different people. So, and I kind of liked this because there it's was getting, the biggest. It's getting more comfortable. There was the, like, but one of these ladies, one of these fucking characters was about the biggest bitch I've ever seen ever presented in anything. And it, she's like, is there a secret cold war between marrieds and singles? I love my single friends, but now that I'm married, I don't see them as much as I used to. It's too painful. They remind me of how desperate I used to be. But I I do think that that's how people look at me. Like all of See, my friends. See, I am the like I'm that. like the 
I thought it would be the opposite, like where I look at them and I feel bad for them. Like, and they're looking at me like, damn, he still gets to do whatever the hell. See, I think the men look at the single ones in one way and the women look at the single ones in another way, maybe. Right? Yeah. So this continues because then we hear from a person who I'm guessing is single and they say, uh, when women get married, they forget who they are. I becomes we, we love the movie. We hate that restaurant. My bet, and this is another guy, my best buddy and I did everything together. Then he married this girl who doesn't like me. Now I only see him on Super Bowl Sunday. It's about all that you want out of life. Some people like me choose, oh, and then this is back to the big bitch face who I wanted to reach. Literally, this woman made me, I mean, she was a great actress based on what she did. Yeah. Pretended to be a big old twat face. It's all about what you want out of life. Some people, like me, choose to grow up, face reality, and get married. Others choose to what? Live an empty, haunted life of stunted adolescence? Well, if you'd like to hear about my personal stunted adolescence, you can listen to our Patreon episode where I rant about my manic episode of buying a bunch of Barbies this week. So I guess this stupid twat face is kind of right, right? Am I, Amanda, are we currently living empty, haunted lives? Yeah, we also did just have a conversation about how we sleep in bed with our own cats. So I've thought, though, if I do get a man, how are we, how would we sleep in the same bed? Butch has her spot. Like, how, where is she going to go? Oh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a non-starter if, like, well, first of all, Walter hates, I, I almost said Brad hates all men. <laughs> Walter <laughs> Brad's my ex-husband. Uh Walter hates all men. And mm-hmm. um, like if a man is in the room, he will like flip the fuck out. He won't stop barking. Like will wow. not stop barking. But yeah. then there's certain men that he like really does like. Um, so I usually use that as like a like a goal. Like if, if Walter doesn't like you, then I am gonna trust him. Yeah, well, um, mine uh Mine know what's going on, and they know when to leave. Actually, they're pretty good about <laughs> leave daddy alone. Okay, leave God. daddy alone. Some strange man's here. Yeah. Um, just go away. Because I also do feel like, oh my God, I'm gonna. Uh, let's see. How do I want to say this? Something that's challenging with pets is, let's say you like to, or like you know, you have like self pleasure. <laughs> Oh, sure. I don't, I don't really do that, but okay. Wait, what? You yeah, don't I have just... sex? You don't go on dates and you don't even do... You don't even <laughs> no, match? I don't. I'm like, just over it. I'm over all of it, Joan. Oh, okay, you have, I you did, should go I to did a therapist because the... if you're not even masturbating, damn. I mean, I could if I wanted to, but I don't. Uh, well, listen, anyway. I had a sex the other day where I like made out with someone. Ooh. I try and have sex dreams every night. Literally every night I roll over and I try to imagine something like to try and get something started and it never, almost never works. What I was going to say is when you have pets and you are, if you're trying to self-pleasure, let's say, it is sometimes the most awkward fucking thing. And I have to turn mean kind of sometimes and be like, go away, get away. Like I have to almost like make them feel scared. So that they're not staring me in the eyes while I'm like right. they trying know when, to come or when something. When the D it's comes like, out, it's time to leave the room. 
I think that they're get they're you know anyway. Wow. Let's see if that's something I I'm going to text you frantically at like 3 a.m. Please um edit out. <laughs> <laughs> minutes 20 through 28 anyway yeah. so then we get to see little stanny uh is with carrie and their story continues and stanford says he feels similarly and even and then as a gay a single gay man i think too the show at this time was really starting into the time of gay marriage and that becoming a popular and hotter thing not like it's just a popular and hot thing, but that it's being it was being allowed, etc. And so Remember Stanford the, tells the Sex on the City two movie when Liza Minnelli is in it. Like, Good luck. That's literally wow. I hate oh, single ladies. And then she and then she oh, ends weird. the song and she's like, Oh la la. Good luck. And that's it. Now, at, we've told the story before, but like me, Joan, and our friend Anthony went to the midnight viewing of the mm-hmm. first Sex and the City movie, and it was one of the best movie experiences I've ever had in my life. I would actually say it's the, my favorite. They don't do midnight experience. showings like that anymore, though, either. They just well, don't do I that. I would never people line up. Right. And like, remember those two little old women came in? Yeah. And everyone was wearing like pink, at least. Like people were like, at least feeling some kind of fantasy. And Anthony went in drag as Samantha. And the second we got to uh-huh. the theater, we were like, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that part did uh, stand out a tiny bit. But... No, okay, so was this relating to something? or? Um, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that was a great movie experience. So when Sex and the City 2 came out, me, Brad, and Dennis went to the midnight showing like and i was jazzed i'm like and so was dennis we were just so excited brad was not really that excited but um within like the second liza minnelli appeared on the screen like all of us were like oh this is gonna be this is gonna be that kind of like this is not gonna be great (laughs) i i'll say that set a tone for me in the Sex and the City too, <laughs> to where it was, I kind of don't hate it. Yeah, but I almost feel like it was a bonding moment for the whole audience because we yeah. everyone in the audience kind of figured it out at the same time. Like, all right. And at one point, um, all the women were like walking in slow motion over the sand dunes of Dubai. Uh, and Dennis just yells out, look at what Miranda is wearing. And the whole audience burst out <laughs> laughing. It's like everyone needed like just that moment to like be like, I will say though. After they did that, Real Housewives of New York then went to Morocco and did like a uh, did a camel riding scene, like to emulate the movie. I feel it's so stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. Do you watch Ninety Day Fiance? God no. So okay. Stanford's talking about how he feels like an outcast amongst the outcast because he's a single and a gay, and even amongst the gays, then they're all. And you know what? I'll say the same fucking thing. I, so many people are in fucking relationships. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them don't even seem very happy in those relationships. Right. But I'm um, just saying. So then they're out and they run into former straight Broadway guy. And this is, there was a kind of a little funny line here. Um, you know, Carrie's like, you know, I haven't seen you in years. It's been, it's been ages. She's like, you were in Miss Saigon. And he's like, still am. Um, which, you know. If you're a Broadway person, ha, 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 you know, long running. I actually love Miss Saigon. 
I okay. Um, Do you not like Miss Saigon? It's, it's not one of my favorites. I don't under not necessarily understanding the purpose. The purpose. The purpose. The purpose of the show. Um, we can get into that another time. I guess. <laughs> we'll get into another time. If anyone wants to hear us talk about Miss Saigon, tune into our uh, <laughs> mixer. I guess. <laughs> Um, well, we are doing a slight adjustment. It might be a, a weekly. Um, okay. well, let's weekly, put Miss Saigon on the uh, on the agenda. <laughs> Ooh, I have Lord. a lot to say about Miss Saigon, honestly. Ooh, okay, <laughs> deep dive. Um, <laughs> so then, so these gays, you know, they they're looking for an egg donor. Is really what this boils down to. This was crazy too. I would be. I would never talk to those guys again. Okay, this I though awful. went and rewatched the scene, and I guess I didn't really think it was as bad as it seemed to be, like made out to be. Carrie even starts to be like, "Well, I was. I've never been single bashed like that before. I'm basically just an egg farm." But that's how I see it too. Because okay, oh. like if it was you and a boyfriend, or like someone who's like a, one of my best friends, if you came up to me and was like, "Oh, I, w- I would love for you to be my egg donor," I mean, yeah. I would be like, "You probably don't want my eggs." Well. I was wondering who's choosing Sarah Jessica Parker as their egg donor. I mean, in the nicest way. You would choose her as the, as what you want your child to look like. I actually really like how she looks though. You have a choice of any, anyway. Well, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not judging, but I just (laughs) like, if I'm choosing an egg donor, I am choosing a model type look like, like I, I Rosalind want, Pike. I want someone new. Rosamund Pike. No. You don't no. think she's beautiful? I think she's like one of the most beautiful. I women think she's pretty, world. but no. I, I would that's not who I'd pick for my egg donor either. I'd, okay, I'd, who would you pick for your egg donor? Hmm. Like Zendaya. Oh, yeah. Like she's stunning. Right. Tall. Uh, like a good actress, too. Zendaya? Or Zendaya versus Sarah Jessica Parker. I mean, sorry guys, don't hate me. Don't write do you me. Watch, hate uh, do you this watch? This is how I'm going to get my bad review. This is how it's coming. No, you're fine. You're saying nice things about Zendaya. Um, did you did you watch Euphoria? No. Oh, really? That's a really <laughs> good show. I mean, it's fucked up. J- Jacob Elordi's in it. And I know. I was so never a, into him. Oh. Before I saw Saltburn. Well. He's also the definition of like. Mid-40s. Did we not think he was hot in Saltburn? I thought he was like at forty-year-old man. White, the camera. White he's like twenty. Forty-year-old man. He's not. Tw- oh, yeah, I guess he is. He's like twenty-eight. He's like twenty-two. Okay, so something. he's so he's about thirty years old, white male. Oh my god! Yeah, I to mean, me, he like, is basic white dude of the week, but except right. that he is tall. I will say that I think that's where he does have a, a leg up on someone. But like you care about Jeremy that more Allen than me because White. I'm five. I'm five four, so everyone's taller than me. Um, okay, I, I so, mean, okay. But Jeremy I, I, Allen White, you like him? God, I fucking hate that guy. All for the past two weeks, you and Jody will not. Get, will not get oh, over. she doesn't like him either. No. Oh, I she's see. also a contrarian to literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> so they're looking for an so so Carrie's basically upset and according to Miranda 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 Amanda this would upset her okay 
Um, then, oh, that's sorry. I, I didn't even finish that thought. It's like these guys <laughs> clearly haven't even thought about Carrie oh, in yeah. years. I, so I that's see what you're saying. Like an afterthought. It's like, oh, great, you're single. Give me one of your eggs. Like, I'm yeah, really- like. Well, and it's because she's single, I guess. Yeah, because she's mm-hmm. single, they're like, well, you're not going to use them. That, that's totally how. Yeah, that I guess. Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah. That, yeah. Like, See, this is why it's good that we're we're talking. We talk about this. Yeah. Like, like again, thank God we have a podcast. Thank what the world God. needs now is another podcast. <laughs> anyway, it's getting late now. Anyway, um, so then oh, Bob Belcher. Decides he's going to set Miranda up with a lady. Right. H. John Benjamin. They're, they're H. at their John company. Benjamin. H. Joan Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're at like their company softball, baseball, whatever. Miranda's, of course, playing the catcher. Catcher. Which, if you don't in full want to think you're catcher right. garb. Yeah. Like, full on. And being full as on. lesbian-y and butch. Am I allowed to say butch? I feel like um, I feel like that's a there's a great I'm, area there. I don't know. I say it all the time, and in <laughs> fact, the only way I reference this girl is by Little Butch. I just called her Miranda's Little Butch the whole time because I didn't her name know is what, Sid. what was her. It's oh, Sid S Y D. Oh, Sydney. I see. Right. I don't know Sydney. if you're a lesbian and you're listening to this. Please inform us. Uh, but but I also, I it's not. Lesbian a don't feel bit. like it's your job to inform us either. I understand that it Definitely is don't annoying. Write it on <laughs> I get it. I understand as a gay person, it's not our job to help stupid, ignorant other people totally. figure out how to not be stupid. But if you'd like to inform us, email us. Again, don't write it in the review because reviews are forever. But tell us, like, should we not be saying Butch? I think Butch is cute. I think I it's cute too, to say call like, like say someone's butch. When um one of the uh one of the brown families <laughs> sorry, I just have to I have to do a fart noise after saying brown. I just, just wanted to fart. vomit thinking about the brown family. <laughs> the brown family is <laughs> one of their um OG daughters whose name used to be Mariah has now transitioned into oh, uh, uh-huh. trans and sh- their name is Leon now, but me and Joni read the whole sister wise book on our live, like throughout the course of last year. And there were just paragraphs and paragraphs of Mary talking about her child. And we had, as like we're dead reading, naming them. Or yes. So it was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like so stressful to, oh, yeah. like, I mean, poor me. I mean, this is really, <laughs> yeah, Amanda, so cry us a fucking river. <laughs> yeah. But you had to uh, look ahead. Wait, towards. wait, hold on a second. Actually. <laughs> Hold on one second. I'm trying to make a tiny violin sound. Um, That's okay. That was not. (laughs) It looked like you were being a. um, What's that bug with the long? Like pretend. Oh yeah, like uh, um, the ones that are like this. A praying mantis. A praying mantis. You look oh like you were God. pretending to be a prank. So Bob Belcher decides he's going to set up yeah. Miranda with a lady. And when mm-hmm. I say Bob Belcher, it's because the guy who plays Bob. And he is instantly recognizable. But Amanda says his voice was different. I don't really notice. But so and his role reasoning why he thinks that she could possibly be a lesbian is because he's never seen her with a man. 
Yeah, but also like look at you. Oh no, no, no. I get that part. <laughs> but like to no, just also assume that like someone because you've never seen them with someone, they're miserable. They need your help. Oh, yeah. They need your help, Bob fucking Belcher. Who I do not believe that that guy works at a law firm. Right. That's another thing, too. It's like, okay. Now, um, so then Miranda and her little butch become suspected to be a couple by, like, basically the senior part. I thought he was the senior partner, right? Chip. Right? I think his name's Chip. They invite her to the dinner. This is very, very clear that they're trying to get their token, you know, partners. Oh, totally. But I can see that you're invisible when you're single. But then once you're in a couple, you're on people's radar. Right. And Miranda even says, like, oh, I can tell that everyone just already feels more comfortable around Mm -hmm. me. And now at least they they know where to place me Mm -hmm. as a person. I would say, though, it wouldn't be as bad if she didn't come off so lesby, because they would have already known to place her. If she didn't seem like she was lesbian, they would have just been like, oh, she's a single right. straight girl. And really, all of this is leading up to how fucking stupid it is that in and just like that, they make mm-hmm. her a lesbian, like mm-hmm. a raging lesbian. And like this, this is two episodes in three episodes, three episodes in we've mm-hmm. now established. Nope. Miranda's definitely not gay. And there's so stupid. wasn't it also another storyline in one of the other two episodes? Kind of. They brought it up or or was that just us? I think it was probably just us. <laughs> but well, I mean, I again I can't freaking wait for you to watch her getting finger banged by Che Diaz. Oh dear. Oh god. You're gonna hate it so much. It's so awful. I'm gonna need to like get <laughs> some kind of prescription to something to I'll take a Xanax before that. Or, I don't know, man. I, I can't make... Anyway, um, be be looking forward to our upcoming And Just Like That yeah. reviews. Well, it's going to be did find that We did find out that And Just Like That isn't actually coming back till 2025. Like, what? So <laughs> we might not jump immediately into And Just Like That after season one. Because that was our original idea is we were going to do yeah. the pound out the And Just Like That who knows what we'll do? Um, give us your feedback, friends. All right. So then, all right, she gets invited to dinner. Then Carrie goes and meets up with her cool married friends. Again, but you know what, Amanda? Never see them again. They're so cool. They're like not like the typical married I people. Actually, like, cool. I hate them. Ew. I was so, so did annoyed. I. Oh my God. They were so performative. Like, the energy that these people are giving off to me is like, oh, they're both definitely cheating on each other. Yeah, like, like they don't act, her. like they they actually are miserable. And they're like, they're the ones that are like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Like, I don't care. I don't look at his, I don't care. I don't read his messages. I, no, mind you, I would not read someone's messages. I would never because every time I have read a boyfriend's messages, it always turns out horrible. Yeah, I, kn- I, I think I actually know about a couple times you've read. You probably know seven hundred things happen. Yes. Like <laughs> you, you and I driving down the road yeah. no, I know, when I another know. person drove past us. Oh god, <laughs> that was like a movie. Free. That was a crazy moment. That okay. I don't want to even, I'm not going to give it. No, anyway. don't talk about it on this feed. But if anyone wants to hear that story, it's a crazy story. And Joan was with me and it was just awful. All of it was awful. Basically catching someone cheating. 
There you go. Right. Is what and then the, me, me but now the way it happened 40, was. Yeah. Oh, the way it happened dude, was crazy. The way it happened, I can play it back in my head. That moment. I can feel the moment in the car. <laughs> I like honk passing the horn. And seeing that. <laughs> honk the horn three times. Oh, but they didn't know. That, okay. Um, yeah. Anyway. We'll so. tell that story at some point, maybe on a higher tier of Patreon. But also, I don't want to know any more information than I already know. So whatever you know, just keep. I've it forgotten. Both. I think anything you tell me would probably. I'd be like, oh really? <laughs> okay. Because okay. I remember that moment, and I remember that there was anyway there were messages, etc. It was all crazy. All of it was crazy. But uh, but also. I'm still like really good friends with that person. So. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I don't care. It's, it's that also was like 20 years ago. Yeah. 18 years ago. So we live <laughs> and we learn. And then Carrie goes and meets with her cool married friends. And Carrie's starting, you know, she's starting to feel like maybe she's not the marrying kind. Right. Right. Cause she's 32. <laughs> Girl. This is so stupid. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> anyway, so then some this random man shows up who is giving me Andy Cohen vibes just because he his eyes that. kind of were slightly crossed a little bit. Remember how checked Andy out Andy Cohen was vibes. on the Salt Lake City reunion? He just he did mm. not want to be there. Do you not remember? No. I uh <laughs> he just seems like really over it. He hate. I think he hates doing them. I think he also doesn't really like the people on Salt Lake. I think he thinks they're all a joke compared to like other cities. Okay. I only. Like, I don't think he respects the people the same. Okay. Yeah. All right. Back to Salt. <laughs> what Salt Lake? Anyway. Bounce, anyway. Oh my God. Salt Lake City and sex and the city. Right and Saltburn. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so then basically what comes out is that this is a setup. This is like a an ambushed setup, having him come when they're just happening to be there, which one I think is weird, but also I wish one of my friends would put in the effort to set me up with someone. So I I would just really? probably take it in that. Because I was going to say, can you imagine my, my like, slow burn, like, eye roll? Uh, There's zero resting. chance I would do this to you, ever. Because <laughs> I think I would be bur- killed on the spot. I think, like, I would just probably, like... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burst into flames. Yeah, and I would be such a raging bitch to whoever it was no, that showed there's up. no way that I would think this would work out successfully. Um, there's no way I would no. never. It's a bad ever. idea. But we come to find out really that that guy is pretty desperate to want to get married. Yeah, so, which is also not hot. No, it's not. No, 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 not at all. And Carrie comes to realize that too. So they start going out. Um, they end up seeing each other. I had a moment. So we find out cross-eyed guys, parents have been together for, you know, 50 years, blah, blah, blah. He wants to find blah, blah, blah. I had a moment here. They go on their second date to a movie. City of Angels. I swear to fucking God, I thought she was wearing a wig. By the way, her hair was done. It was straightened. It's the first time we've seen it straightened. (gasps) Oh, yeah, you're right. It did look weird. It was in a a weird tail to the side, but she turned her head. So there was a huge bump coming off the back of her, like, neck Uh with the hair and the straight. I had to rewind this three times because I swear I was like, what is this fucking wig? It might find out it's not a wig. Oh, it's not I, a wig. I could tell from the frontal part, it's not a wig. It's the way that it was styled. It was obviously meant to like be looked at from the front. And then when uh, we see her turned this way, you're seeing this massive shit that would have been covered if because she had anyway. That I was very hung up on this. So, but then they go on all these multiple dates. She eventually helps him choose out, go to Williams Sonoma to pick a cheese grater. Kill me now if someone if I if I become a person who goes with someone to buy a cheese grater at Williams Sonoma. That's just not my shopping style, as you know. I I like to I just really get a million. I, I don't you know I wouldn't. I'm not going for one cheese grater on a half date. Right. No. Anyway, then we get to go and see Miranda. And Sid go to the dinner. And this somewhat surprised me because I was thinking Sid would be the more mask or like the more, I don't know, masculine dressed one. Mm -hmm. But she was wearing kind of a dress, I think. And Miranda is in a three piece (laughs) uh, pinstripe suit with a little bolero tie. I think she had a, or, or a uh, bow tie. It was a red tie. I think it just was tied. Like, she was just so done up. Yeah. And her hair was slicked. It was like, how much are you, you're really laying it on here, babe. You're really mm-hmm. trying to, sh- like, like, you know, I would love to see, and just like that, Miranda, rewatch this episode with Che by her side and just tear it apart for whatever it was purporting because it was garbage mama it was garbage so they Uh end up going but we flash over to our other three ladies going to this housewarming party because what's his butt the boyfriend i don't i didn't write his name down but he Mm -hmm. is throwing a housewarming party and he invites carrie and tells her to invite her friends they open the door and they're all fabulously dressed and they walk into a hallway of basically like the living dead is what they're trying to show us here of all these married couples who are not feeling it, uh, they're they're they basically look at them all like they're they're crazy or like they're big sluts is what I kind of well am to be fair, Samantha's kind of dressed slutty. 
Well, yeah. I mean, she looks amazing. She looks incredible. She looks insanely good. But but we do see a very typical thing later, which is Samantha... Well, in the same scene, Samantha's talking to them to a man who's not in her league, is not hot at that all. That guy is like the most perfectly cast guy. Like I just I want to know situation. what situation. Yeah, I want to know what else this guy has. Do you think this guy has done other things before? Probably. <laughs> in his career? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but uh he's, he's just probably so been crazy. on an episode of I think it's called Seinfeld. He's probably been on Law and Order. SVU. But if he's been on Seinfeld, you would have known. So oh, yeah, no, is he I'm, from that episode where Jerry goes on a trip and then falls into a... I don't know. I don't know any episodes. So I'm just making that up <sighs> out of my ass. Yeah, I was like, what episode are you talking about? So uh, <laughs> this is a thing that does... Ha- I've had this happen to me. And I think it happens like I will be walking and there will be a girl. And I'm like looking at the girl. I'm not obviously not like horny for her, but I'm checking her out. If she's hot... And a guy will put his arm around her to like, mm-hmm. you know, or like lean in. Or often it happens when I'm checking out a guy and the guy will then grab his girlfriend because I think he can tell that I'm like basically completely eye fucking him head to toe. Cause I have no, I have no fucking cooth. Is it called cooth? Cooth. I yeah. will like stare you down. I don't care. No, this is definitely a thing. And, like, I have a friend. I won't even say his name. But, like, he's just one of my dear treasured Mm. friends. And whenever one of us is in a relationship, we both just kind of know we can't talk to each other. Like, we can't. We have to kind of end our friendship. And and I saw that he just got married on Facebook. And I text. I was like, oh, my God, you're married? That's, like, crazy. And, uh, like, are you going to have kids? And we had just a conversation. It didn't go, like, anywhere Mm R-rated or anything. But, like, at the end of the conversation, we we both kind of had to agree, like, all right, well, we can't really keep texting anymore. Well, I have a situation where I have, like, a friend that I kind of had a thing for. He was, like, straight. This isn't someone This isn't. Okay. the person we were referencing earlier. I've literally (laughs) probably had this exact, like a similar situation happen with five different guys. Uh I don't know what it is about me. Straight men just seem to like want to have their first buy feelings for me or something. It's like, I I seem to be the one man in their mind that they've like, they think I'm funny. I don't know what it is. Okay. But these men, they, they act like, you know, they say things, they whatever. So I, I'm hanging out with this one that I have this history with. And he's married now to and a woman, obviously. To a woman. And I kind of I used to be in my feelings about it because I knew him when I was younger and I was really like hung up on him hard, like crying about it, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, where, like, I really honestly don't understand why you've never been in like a really long-term relationship because I think you're delightful. And like, I just, well, don't, I don't understand. You, it's my fault. I like, if we're going to really get into it here, uh, it's 52 minutes in. So if you've made it 50 some minutes, yeah, I guess you can hear this, but I have a lot of um, issues from my past. Like, really my growing up of feeling uh and now that I'm in therapy hardcore talking about a bunch of crap you learn about different things I have attachment issues is more what it well, there's is there's also it's, the daddy issues that I also it's, have it's the feeling of having been left in the past mm-hmm. or having not felt supported or whatever 
I've built up a thing where it's easier to be me and single mm-hmm. sometimes than it is to even want to be in a relationship. I also don't, I'm not a, like, I'm physically attracted to a lot of guys, but I'm not attracted more than that to a lot of guys. So do you like desire to be in a kind of relationship where you see that person like every day and you want to be around them all the time? Because like me and Nick have talked about this, but like our, we both agree that like the best, like the best boyfriend for me would be like um, Mm -hmm. a trucker. That's like gone. That's gone like three weeks out of the year. Someone who works on like an oil rig. That's what I would prefer. If I see you once a week, that's good. No, I think part of the reason that I, I haven't is like really, really, gotten into a hardcore relationship is that I would want I like I think I would want someone fully. I I want oh okay fully. I, I don't want a long distance. I don't want them to be dating someone else. I don't want this, that. Like I just want to be part like at this point in my life, I want to be partners. Previously I've never even understood or known what I wanted. And I think that's also kept me from being in relationships because I also yeah. looked at it in the wrong way of who I would want or pursue. Like I wasn't pursuing healthy relationships because of also the past of not, of pushing away good ones that I could have. Right. Yeah. Because of what could happen. I, yeah, I have this thing like, called I don't want to get in a fight with this person. Eventually. I don't want to get hurt. I don't well, want to break up. So that is, that has been a lot of it. It's like fear of the end. I've had this thing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's like, I'm in therapy right now, but I have had a thing where, Ever, forever, I and I now know it's called like catastrophizing. I look at a situation of like I have a paranoia of what's going to happen to me when I'm 90 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, me too. That's illogical, and like you know, most people don't do that and shouldn't be worried about something that's going to happen in 50, 60 years. Um, so I think that translates to in the into the relationship thing. You know, I. I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, my parents got divorced when I was five. It greatly impacted a lot well, of things. My parents got divorced know? when I was 24 because they waited too long, and I wanted them to get divorced when I was, like, and four. So I got to watch this horrible relationship just play out in front of me. So it's kind of – it's the same. I think that the the bad thing – the hard thing is that when your parents get divorced in the way that my parents did, it meant that I was with single parents. Okay. I I didn't see um oh geez, we're getting real into it, but I didn't see like he- healthy family relationships. Like, yeah. And I was an only child too. So I didn't have sibling. There was no one else experiencing that with nope. me. It was like me going and being like with my dad most of the time. Me and like my single dad who was a sports type person, you know, and then seeing my mom every once it's just a yeah, it's like a way deeper thing. And and I also am the type that, like, I am very clear in, like, if I don't want to be with someone, I'm not going to be with them. So I will, yeah. like, there are a lot of people I think stay in relationships or will continue pursuing situations where I'm like, I know I don't, I, I know I don't want you. Here's another that question. Um, like now I know you're on dating apps and stuff. I, um, I am, I am on Tinder and my yeah. profile 
three is me dressed as a man. As a I told boy. you to change that because yeah, that's... but I don't want to date anyone. But um, okay. but I'm really noticing how many people are like going polyamorous these days, and like I want to feel like I'm okay with that, but I just I don't think I am. There is no, no like again with my past. <clears throat> I need all your attention and love. Yeah. There is no way that you're going to give me part of it and someone else part of it. No, yeah, no, no. I've, I've that, talked no, no, to people who were work. like poly and they were like super interested in me. And then like, I just couldn't do it. Like, I, I couldn't go out on the date. Cause I'm like, there I are just, a lot I, of people. I want to feel good about it, but I don't. There are a lot of people that are poly and I, I do not discredit that. No, that's not technically at all. a sexual preference at this point. Right. Yeah. I guess. But I do think that there's a difference between being poly and also being in just wanting to be in, in an open relationship, which I encounter a lot of people wanting to be in, especially now in gay people, this thing yeah. is being in open relationships. Like, so having a boyfriend and then having a boyfriend on the side. And I'm thinking, and for me, back to what I said two minutes ago, I just wouldn't be with that person. These right. people are staying with someone who can't give them everything they need, so they're having to go out somewhere else. I just would rather be single. Yeah, I'd rather be single, or if I'm going to be in a relationship, I want it to just kind of be boring. I just kind of want it to be like, uh, you know, us hanging out. I also Nothing think there's crazy. a factor to be said about the gay experience, and that in the gay experience, especially if you – now it's so different – it's still challenging, but I think it's now so different. Like in my high school or my school, I knew two other kids that were out gay and they were boyfriends at my school. So like, I didn't know and like, I didn't even know anyone to have the opportunity to experience young love. I didn't, you know, experience those like things that a lot of people have a boyfriend when they're 14. So then it makes sense that by the time they're 25, they've been married. Shit, I didn't even, like, go on a date date with a guy until I was, like, 20. And I didn't have sex until I was, like, 22 because I thought I wanted to wait for that. Uh, guess what? All Dude, of the guys that, that I dated stupid. until I was, like, 21, and actually probably more than I thought. They're all gay. All of them. All my high school boyfriends well, are might gay. might be bi. Sure. What? Some of the ones after could be by. Right. I was having a long conversation with someone just about how, like, because of the times, yeah. so many people now would be by. I know so I think I was talking to my therapist because I was talking to her about this guy that I've hung out with and whatever, and he's now married. And oh, because that's what I okay, that's where that's we got into cool this whole fucking thing. Started. Fuck. Okay. Half an hour ago. What I, Trying to tie in this, they are very. They do a lot of PDA. Okay, this couple. Oh well, then they're probably not happy. I'm like talk. I'm talking to um, the therapist or whatever, and just like you know, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm sitting there third wheeling, and I used to have feelings for this guy, and they're starting to kind of bubble up a little bit because I'm now reconnecting with him. And he doesn't act any different than he did before. He still flirts with me. He's still, you know, all this. And so I'm like, yeah. And they're just so, they do so much PDA. And I'm just looking at it. I'm like, I can't watch that. And I'm just like, it just shows to me that they're so like, they're they're obviously horny for each other. And she's like, wait, she's like, are you sure? Or is that, or is it that she can sense that you guys have like, Yes, that's what it. I'm thing, telling you and that. she's trying to like, she's trying to do more PDA to like stake her claim on him. And I'm like, 
it makes sense. It's an example. This is an example, a classic example of a couple that has that has a joint profile account, <laughs> a, a, a joint Facebook profile. Like, well, like it is. Well, like though someone weird, I would somewhere. be so into PDA. I like. I'm. I. I, I mean, I don't want to be making out in public, but like, but I'll say like, okay, I've been with these people. And whatever, we're somewhere. We're sitting in this, like, in these chairs. I can't, I don't want to give too many details here, but. And her hand, she puts her hand, like, on his thigh, which I would totally do. I, like, actually, I love that. I yeah, love that's to, fine. like, grope. I, anyway. Sure. You can touch my thigh. Her fucking hand is so far up that literally her fingers have to be touching, like, the, ba- the t- bottom of his balls. They have to be because of. Like, how far up it is. And I'm thinking, <laughs> is this necessary? No, it's not. Like, And right I feel now? like she definitely has a suspicion that something's happening. So anyway, I do, there's part of me that I wish that there was, um, that I had grown up maybe 20 years later. Because some of these guys would just be bi. Right. Instead of, like, Closeted. straight trying to, like, Say, tell me things like, you know, if you were a girl, I would, you know, just want to be with you. And crazy shit like that. Oh, that sucks. Mind you, I said, I said that someone had said that to me before to my therapist. And she's like, that's not right. That's not right. And I was like, really? I, I never took it like that. Like, by saying, if you were a girl, I would want to, like, I more just look at it like it's frustrating because it's like it's tied to your genitals. Yeah. Basically, because I don't have a vagina and breasts, I mean, you oh, can yeah, grab, stupid. you could find something here. You can pretend there's something here. Squeeze something for there, a titty. Yeah. You can find a titty. <laughs> I don't have a vagina, though, unfortunately. And well, I you, you almost do. There. Yeah, but the penis is definitely there. It's not like there's well, no the penis, penis there, there but... to like. And I've been with, anyway, if we want to really get into it, I've been with plenty of straight married men. It's just that it never really went fully right. there with these guys. And it's probably because they're your, my friends. Right. Wow. We could cut the last about 20 minutes there. All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> I'm not cutting anything. <laughs> Okay. It's out there. So now. they had their housewarming party. It's so awkward. Samantha has this is talking to this guy, and her his gross woman comes swooping in. Even though Samantha Samantha does look gorgeous, and I would be threatened too, honestly. If I if if I looked I like his me. woman, I would be threatened. <laughs> right, and also, but okay, uh, she's obviously disinterested though. So, oh, she's I mean, not interested in him at they're all. They're talking about she's like four hundred one k's. Yeah, she's stuff. like she doesn't give a shit. She's talking about stocks, and he's not desirable. And it's like you said, he's a perfect casting because it's not like this guy. He gave me like Ned Flanders vibes. Yeah, almost. just beige. Like and he the had, way they. He also yeah. has no idea that the wife is upset either. He's just like she's like, come with me to the other room right now. And he's like, yeah, all right, he's like, buy some Yeah. Um, um, I want to say that uh, she does a great job of, and I, I think I'm sure you know that. Like, it, it's she does a great job of uh, playing drunk, and I like it's famously kind of a thing that like it's hard. Oh, it's one yeah. of the hardest mm-hmm. things to do is play believably drunk, and I feel like her, uh, Samantha acting drunk in this whole episode was like impressive. It was believable. Yeah. Well, too many people want to just be like, uh, 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 
right yeah i think i heard somewhere like it was like the the key to playing drunk is to um is that when people are drunk you're trying to act not drunk yeah 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 my favorite drunk performance is Catherine o'hara and waiting for guffman when she's telling the story about how um (laughs) her husband had a penis reduction have you not seen waiting for guffman (laughs) i have i've seen waiting for guffman okay Anyway, that's the best drunk performance. I think Catherine O'Hara can play drunk better than anyone in the whole world. And she's a queen. She can do just about fucking anything. She's every... She is and she's every, Canadian. She's yeah. amazing. I know. I mean, but who... Who? I mean, if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you probably know the, um, how amazing Catherine O'Hara is. You're right. So <laughs> we're, we're like uh, preaching to the choir. So what we find out is that... Um, and I, again, never ca- caught his name. Steven? Was that his name? What was the, the Carrie's, Carrie's boyfriend? boyfriend's name? Couldn't tell you. Steven, he, this dude has bought a baby mobile, like, for over a baby's crib. That's, and has had it for... So they're in, they're in his room because it's his housewarming. And he's like, look at this. Isn't it great? It's amazing. And they're like, oh, I don't know who he's talking to. Oh, I think he's talking to Carrie. And he's Carrie. Like, uh, and she's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, I, I got this three years ago in Aspen. I've just been waiting for the nursery. This is this room's going to be the nursery. This dude has a fucking baby mobile of cherubs. It's like cherub babies. That's right. And for three years, and you bought it in Aspen? Sweetie, sweetie. I'm going to guess this is the moment when Carrie's lady boner was officially gone. She's dried the F. Right. Right. And this guy also presents as just a guy who um, who will never say anything shocking or funny in his entire life. My favorite book is called The Man of My Dreams. And um, there's a line in there where it's like, I knew at that moment that this man will never, ever say anything interesting or funny. He's the kind of guy that would say that would talk about the weather. That's what this guy is, too. You know, it's funny. I I was try- someone tried to set me up one of the times someone tried to set me up with someone okay the mm-hmm. other gay they knew and it was a guy kind of like this where there was just kind of like blah like just mm, no discernible it was just like mm-hmm. man you yeah know, man man two or whatever yes exactly. and so then afterwards um they're like oh how did it go and whatever and I'm like oh you know. Like they're nice. I was like, he's nice. He's he's really nice. And they're like, yeah, he's too boring for you, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I, I can't. I can't do milk toast. I, I no, because I stick out like a sore thumb next to that. I look in- yeah. exceedingly crazy next to someone who's like that. Plus, I want to be excited. Like I, when you have when you're all over the place, you want someone who's gonna like spark you. I don't want to be like. The spark. That's usually why I go with, like, really attracted to toxic men. That's probably... Well, yeah, because toxic I've, people are, like, also inherently funny, I feel. Oh, yeah. They're they're <laughs> one, wonderful to, like... You're like, ooh, it's exciting. You're like, ooh, yeah. what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Oh, yeah. So then we come to find out that Samantha at this party has fucked a bunch of the guys at the party. Have yeah. you ever experienced this before where you've been at the same place with multiple people you've fucked? Yeah, I remember specifically I was out with one of my ex-boyfriends in um in Astoria. Uh-huh. Wait, was this an, it doesn't matter where we are. We, we were at a uh, we were at brunch and like 
this guy that like he subletted Nick's room when Nick was away doing a show. So like I lived with this guy and he was the mm-hmm. first guy that I had sex with after um, getting divorced. And he was like much younger than me. Um, and, and then we just had like a really weird like ending mm-hmm. of things. And he came in with like, two friends and they sat at the table literally next to us. And it was just that example of you were both actively making sure to not uh-huh. even look at each other. And it was the worst. Cause you just, I'm aware. I was aware of where he was the entire time. And I was so aware oh. to not like turn my head even. And it sucked. That experience. I had a sucked. very similar situation with that, with someone. At, and, <laughs> that I do and, know. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. It's not my business to share, but this person did some bad things anyway. So they had a bad history and they were at the table literally right behind Mm -hmm. my back. Because of course, yeah. Next to each other. And so then my friends are sitting there and I'm I'm like trying to say like, you know, Uh you're like, and I'm like, this bitch, she knows. She had, I'm sure she, because she had to have known that I was there. Anyway, what I, my story about multiple people I fucked in the same place. One day, I'm at Home Depot, and now one I don't really go to Home Depot anymore because they have some wonderful not. It's not gay not enough. Yes, Lowe's I guess <laughs> is more supporting of my community. Okay. Anyway, I'm there one day because there's one close to my house. Now, when you go to Home Depot, you're not you're not usually like looking that great. I think I was like halfway through something and I was getting something that I needed for what I was doing. I think I was painting and so I needed an extra whatever. So I look like shit. I'm walking down the aisle of are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh my god. It'll 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 fix it. Amanda's thing just freezes every once in a while and then it's just like a frozen still and I'm like Right. And then I always look I always look gorgeous in this. It always too is like in a time when you're not saying anything either. So then I'm thinking, is it off? Okay, so anyway, I'm walking up the aisle and there's this dead in front of me, fucking 20 feet, is this dude that I like was kind of a fuck buddy for a minute. And then I've been seen for, like, a while, okay? I, now, I get recognized a lot out in public, I think because, um, that sounds stupid, but that sounds weird, but. No, you have a very unique look about you, I think. Yes. I I, I would recognize you. Well, Well, and from from teaching, I get recognized a lot by Mm -hmm. kids in public. And you've done a lot of shows. families, yes, I do. I still get recognized from shows I've done and stuff like that. So I, when I, when I see someone that I recognize, I try and avoid eye contact because I don't want to have interactions, especially in this case, I'm looking horrible. Okay. I kind we make eye contact. All right. He's like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. We're have, we have to talk. We have to stop and talk. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to just die right now. Cause this is like a fuck hookup. A person that I have not seen, like, you don't, here's the thing. You don't, I don't want to see these people in a public setting. I'm used to like uh, the two of us, like naked, you know, like in a bed. Oh yeah. Like so, seeing them in the aisle of Home Depot, I just I'm not. I don't want to do that. So then I'm like, finally, I'm done talking to this guy. I'm like, oh, thank you, God, Jesus fucking Christ, thank you, Jesus. I turn the I I'm have a cart. I turn the aisle. I literally run the cart into. 
a completely other man that I had fucked like multiple times. <laughs> That's just God fucking with you. It had to have been. Cause I'm like, you are fucking joking right now. I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not impl- illogical that two men that I had had sex with would be in the same building at the same time in Phoenix because, you know. Also, when you do theater, you kind of just have to expect that, like, oh, I'm probably going to have to do shows with people that I've slept with before, and we're just going to have to both be mature about it. I have not had sex with anyone in the theater community of Arizona. Wow. I feel like you must have. No. I feel like I could name 10 people right now and you will have had sex with like at least three or four of them. I really don't think so. But I would love to do that as soon as we lo- like stop the recording. because <laughs> I want to know who you think I've had sex with. Okay. No, I really haven't. I, I kind of like stayed. I kind of like keep those things separate because I don't want to. I don't want to do a show with someone that I've had sex with. That's also part of why I don't go out to gay bars around here because I am scared mm. that it's going to be like eight dudes that I've definitely hooked up with. Oh. Definitely. And I'm not really like trying to feel all that. Anyway, The solution to that is just not going out. Just watch Grey's Anatomy. That's what I do. That's what I do. I don't go out. Yeah. Um, I stay in. And I, you randomly I hunt were at, like, eBay. Some concert I'm, I'm eBay the other hunting. Day. You went to some concert the other day right after we recorded and you had no, you didn't even mention. <laughs> that oh, actually, okay. Uh, I'm just going to give a real talk here. I'm trying to build up my social media because I okay. fucking hate doing social. I hate posting I in my normal life. I never posted, but because of work, I'm trying to build up my social media. So that picture from that concert's actually from like four months ago. But I'm like, okay, what am I going to post? I didn't say that I went to it, or I didn't say that I was there that day. <laughs> Makes it even funnier. I just put it up there. Well, I like, like I posted a picture of the cat one day with no caption, nothing, <laughs> just so I can have like something. I'm trying to fill that up. And what they say in like what they've said in they said in some fucking class I t- had to take for my real estate license. Oh, by the way, guys, I'm a realtor. I keep forgetting to mention on this. Um, If you are like, I should be like trying to um, sell myself a tiny bit on that. Uh, But what was I saying? Oh, in our class, they told us that you should be posting like 80% personal stuff, 20% business related shit. So I'm like trying to pump out the personal stuff. Cause I'm trying to only put, uh, cause I'm like, Oh, I can make professional shit all day. I can make something that, Mm -hmm. but Doing a personal thing, I'm like, what am I going to take a picture of? Like, nothing. I don't have pictures of anything. I don't do that. I don't take, yeah. I don't like that. I like to enjoy moments. I don't take, like, right. on the, holy shit, guys. Let's get back on track. It's okay, <laughs> we're only a we're so, Yeah, but we're so far off of even, where oh, did that really? start? Tell me where we started with that. Uh, I know I'm paying attention here Um, it was a have you ever had the experience of being in the same room as somebody recently fucked so they say that um, those two women they go around the room okay so then basically what ends up happening at this party is that it's very obviously set up so that all of um, what's his name's friends can tell Carrie how amazing he is 
lube her up so much so that basically he can propose. It seems pretty much like they're like aiming that he's going to propose to Carrie after a week. All right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um. So at the party, we get to see Patience and Peter. Um, and Samantha does what everyone has always wanted to do and what you are always thinking in these moments. Um, she got they're they're introduced and uh Carrie's introducing Samantha to them and says, and oh, she's this drunk. Is patience. Oh yes, because cause Samantha's decided she's getting exceedingly wasted this whole time because she's at a party with married people. And um so they introduce and they're like, oh yeah, um, you're Peter. She's Peter. And she's like, I know you. And then she's just bursts out laughing. And then she calls him big Peppermill dick. Yeah. And I, I loved that. And, um, and also right yeah. before that, um, patients and him were like talking to Carrie and they're like, this is so great. We love that you're dating, uh, whatever the guy's name is. And Carrie's like, Oh, thank you. And you know what about the Hamptons and patience is like, don't mention it. And Carrie's like, no, but I feel really bad. And patience is like, don't mention it, which I feel like was care- stupid on Carrie's end. Like, obviously oh, you don't bring that up. I wouldn't have brought it up probably in the first place. Yeah. If that would have happened to me, I would have acted like it had never happened. I would have probably told, I mean, I would have definitely told all my friends and then I probably oh. would have never hung out with patience and Peter ever again. Yeah, And if I saw them, I would walk away the other way because I would just be like, I can't, I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, it's not my job to fix your, yeah. Yell at you about donging out there. I mean, Mm -hmm. at least it was a big dick, I guess. So then um, Miranda, so then we, so then we go back to the dinner. Okay. The dinner has wrapped up and Miranda decides she's going to break it to chip that she is not a lesbian. She's not a lesbian. And Chip says that his wife will be disappointed because she was looking to add a lesbian couple to their circle, which makes me want to literally commit murder. Fuck all straight people. Fuck you. I mean, that was a trope, though, too. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. a total trope of adding, you know, trying to find whoever. And then we get to see Mirandi. And her little butch, they get in the elevator. And Miranda kisses her. And it's then decided in that moment, based on the kiss, that she's definitely straight. Yeah, what a cunty thing to say to someone. I didn't even think of that. That like, what if someone kissed you and they were like, oh no, definitely, definitely straight. I think in this circumstance, I wouldn't care. But if we had just fucked and then they kissed me and then we're like, oh yeah, I'm definitely straight. I'd be like, your jizz is on me. Like, what are you talking about? You, yeah. you begged me to like come in your mouth, dude. Like, come right. on. Yeah. She goes, uh, she kisses her and then she goes, yeah, definitely straight. And Sid goes, yeah, you are. Then again, we never see Sid again. All of these friends just, uh, that's know. what they really do in this first season is they just introduce so many fucking random people. Like this, this episode did have two different Random couples that we like, I don't think ever see again. Patience, patience, and patience. Peter and patience, and the cool married couple. We don't ever see them again. No. So um, then, 
Charlotte decides she's it's time to take Samantha home, and Samantha is drunk. And so they go to Charlotte's house with her doorman, and Samantha goes in. She sees this cute little piece at the door, and she turns back, and she's like, I like him. I like, ooh, I like him. And then later, she creeps down. She comes outside, and she says, can I have a cigarette? And then she says, can I have a kiss? And she opens her, like, jacket and is wearing, like, a bra and panties and I think, like, garters? Or am I misremembering? No, he was wearing garters at one point. Maybe he was, she was. He was wearing garters, like, later. Like, little sucky garters. Yeah. But also, where does she get this, um... Bra and underwear set because she wasn't wearing a bra in the shirt in okay, the well, dress she was wearing. If you watch Real Housewives of New York, there is a time when they go to the Berkshires, which is Dorinda's place. Fucking some uh, Samantha Sonia in the morning, the morning after them all getting wasted, comes out into breakfast and is wearing silk pajamas. And she's like, ooh, like dancing around in them. And Dorinda's like, oh, where'd you get those? Where'd you get those? They were Dorinda's silk pajamas that her dead husband had gotten her. And she had them hanging up like in a protective thing in her her closet. And Sonia went in there, took them out. So this happens. Samantha went into Charlotte's closet. Maybe. Pulled out her. Well, I think she probably was wearing the bra and panties under her outfit. She was definitely not wearing a bra in that outfit. Oh, that yeah, low you're cut right. turquoise. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Huh. But it's fine. We just have to not not. She did a it. DoorDash. All right. She got some. Yeah. She got postmated uh, agent provocateur to her house. So then she goes down to the little dishy boy, and this is awkward. Uh, but kind of hot. Like, I wrote purr. I, in the moment, I yeah. must have been feeling it somewhat. Because, like, I would love to have that odd... I mean, like, I blew a guy in a stairwell one time, like, in another city. But I don't think I would have the balls to, like, go down to a bellboy and or, like, a doorman and do all this. Ask I've him done, for I've a done that on a fly rail. I know you have. Actually, I I knew that. I hate that you already know. (laughs) (laughs) See, I know so many details about you, but you you don't know anything about me. You just don't know anything about me. Um, Anyway, so uh, then guess what happens? Carrie breaks it off with Andy Cohen. And then I was seeing this a mile away. He ends up dating Charlotte. But only for a brief second. And do you know why they break up? Because they disagree on their China pattern. So now, Amanda, stupid. Like, would why you break up with even... someone based on their China pattern? This was just so dumb. Like, why did I texted you this? I'm like, this thing really wraps up quickly there. This is like a, definitely an afterthought. Dude, I can't even get someone to take me out. I'm not dumping someone over a disagreeing on a China pattern. Like, lucky you, Charlotte. Right. And they should have ended up together because, like, Charlotte's beige, like, too. Yeah. He was the kind of exact guy that she'd want to be with. So, 
Um, so then we start wrapping up, and I'm just going to read it from the top to the bottom, all right? All right. I, I, uh, and I just wrote, the wrap-up here was bad. As I sifted through the rubble of my marriage skirmish, I had a thought. Maybe the fight between marrieds and singles is like the war in Northern Ireland. We're all basically the same, but somehow we wound up on different sides. Sure, it'd be great to have that one special person to walk home with, but sometimes there's nothing better than meeting your single girlfriends for a night at the movies. Brought to you by AMC. That part wasn't in it, but it definitely felt like it was an ad for a movies or something. Yeah, and also Carrie's wearing um, red jeans in the scene. She with looks a purple. What do you call like a bandana on her head? Like, you look bad. She's, she's, she, she's wearing a red hat, ladies, uh, colors. Oh, my God, she is. Yeah. So that was basically it. What, the, what basically they're summing this up is that they have a, there's a, an alleged supposed war between single and married people. Uh-huh. And, you know, as a single person, I, I guess I do have my opinions about the way married people act and treat me. It's annoying. You know what I'm tired of hearing? Oh, you know, are you like seeing someone that you haven't seen in six months? Oh, are you dating anyone? Are you are you with anyone? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Oh well, you'll find someone. It's okay. You'll you'll find someone when you least expect it. Yeah. Um. Yesterday, Thanks, I had sweetie, to run, that doesn't help. I had to run downstairs uh, during our live feed and accept a delivery. Again. And the guy was like hardcore, like hitting on me. And I, I, it was a hilarious story. And I came back and I told the story, and the live chat fucking blew up. It's like, get it, Amanda. Call him back. Call him back. You should go out and get him. I'm like, do it. I don't want to. Like, and and like, not to be mean, but like, what are you going to date the delivery guy? Date the skip the dishes guy. Yeah. Like, maybe fuck. Like, I've fucked a delivery guy before, but I've never. Ugh, um. Anyway, so, guys, that was it. That was our, that was that whole episode of Sex in the City. And I really want to know what you guys think, all right? If you're a single, let us know. Are we just complete bitter assholes and, like, we're the only two people that feel this way? But or I uh, think it's a common feeling. Be- and if you aren't a single, maybe... Treat your single friends with kid gloves or just recognize that, like, just because you found your husband, you were perfect. You have everything. We're going home to no one some nights. You get to go. Anyway, I'm not. I'll save a rant for another time. If you are interested, we do. If you haven't listened, if you've gotten this far and haven't heard us already say eight times that we have a Patreon, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash pod in the city. We are doing a few special things. Like we said, we're doing a $4 locked in for, if you start before the end of January, you can get a $4 a month locked in price for the whole thing. And we're doing, we're going to start putting both our shows up. Uh, you're always get, get an early release of this and you're going to get a special little invite to our Patreon live at the end of this month. And we'll get a better idea of what day that actually will be. We'll let you know next week when that'll be. For now, do you want to know um, what the episode for next week will be? It's called um, Valley of the 20-something Guys. 
And it says, are men in their 20s the new designer drug? Carrie, oh. Miranda, and Samantha experience the pros and cons of dating 20-something guys. And Charlotte's 40-something boyfriend asks an unusual sexual favor. I think this is the up-the-butt episode. Is this the Sam Jones thing? No, that's like way later. Well, that's a whole other episode then about them dating 20-year-olds. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, um, Amanda has another podcast. Which, if you're yeah, it's called We this, Love to Hate Everything. Yeah, yeah, you all know. And I'm a realtor, so. <laughs> and see, Walter already knows we're wrapping up. He's so freaking. If, <laughs> if you feel like I, I am much more professional in my job uh, capacity, so please don't use this as a judgment against me. But if you are like, do live in the Arizona, if you do live in Arizona, or if you know someone who's relocating, that'd be awesome too. Like. Shoot him my info. John Mohm Holmes. J-O-H-N-M-O-U-M. Holmes. Anyway, dude, it's been an hour and a half. We love you guys. What's that thing you say at the end here? Oh, fuck. You have that weird um, thing that you say. Um, well, I, th- I was thinking the end of this one was kind of giving ours a run for its money in saying, uh, you know, Nothing's better than spending a night at the movies with your single girlfriends. But I will say, Amanda, they say nothing lasts forever. Dreams change. Trends come and go. But friendships never go out of style. Cheers to that. All right. uh, Bye, everyone. It's been Roll. Later. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.